0: so today i've got something a bit different for you because i wanted to share another podcast that i know you're going to love it's called go love yourself and in a few minutes the episode i was on is going to play for you it's hosted by laura adlington and lauren smith who were on train happy recently you may have heard them they're both so lovely so funny and the show is all about learning to love yourself and unlearning diet culture They've done episodes about body privilege, dating in a bigger body, weight loss shows, intimacy, and so much more. And they've spoken to guests like Knoa Green, Dr. Joshua Woolrich, Stephanie Ebois, and Felicity Hayward-Alex Light, and me. It was one of my favorite interviews that I have ever done. So if you love this episode as much as I do and want to check out some more of their episodes, just go search Go Love Yourself in your favorite podcast app right here's the episode and i'll be back next monday with another new episode of train happy this is a crowd podcast
2: Welcome to Go Love Yourself, brought to you by Simply Be, fashion fit for everybody.
1: Couldn't give a fuck, hon. I'd really like to go and do a <laughs> twerk class. Not kidding. Who's coming with me to do a twerk class yes. somewhere? <laughs> right? That's what I want to do instead. Laura, we haven't had a proper catch up in a while, minus our brief mental health hug recently. And <laughs> um, how are you doing? Oh,
2: I'd always forgotten about that. Yeah, no, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So I was having a really wobbly time and um, I was ignoring Lauren because <laughs> that's what I do. That's what we do. That's what we both do. When we're both feeling really yeah. depressed, we just don't like- we ignore everyone. We ignore everyone. Um, but then I got this random buzz at the door and she was like, I can't Hug in that high pitched, <laughs> beautiful voice. um And then she just came and squished me for about 10 minutes. And it was great. It was fabulous. great. So it it was so great. You.
1: Sometimes you need, and we both need this. So me and Laura both uh have exactly the same symptoms when we have the wibbles. And it's like we both don't talk to anyone. We both get really, really low. And we both know that we can't pull ourselves out of it. So sometimes you need someone. So I hope that. I think we're that friend for each other, and I hope other people have that friend or have that family member that knows when it's too much for them, and you need to be pulled out by somebody else. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think we do that to each other quite
2: <laughs> quite a lot. Oh, high five so to press nice. friends. It, it really cheered me up, and like you said, I would never have oh, I've never have said to you, "Can you come over?"
1: No, exactly, because I was
2: in such a like a really bad way. But like it genuinely really cheered me up so much. Yeah.
1: High five. To being not our best selves at the minute, but still showing up and doing all the things we need to do anyway. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I tell you what has also helped is uh, Lizzo's brand new show. Oh my god! All have time. you finished it? I I watched it. In did two you binge sittings. it? <laughs> yeah, I did. I I actually felt quite emotional watching it. I know I'm not. Oh, you can't! Tell. I haven't finished it. Please! Oh, I haven't finished what? it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, okay. Right, I promise I will, and we can have proper chats. But like, don't so don't spoil anything. Okay, no spoilers. I promise. And because like, how amazing people, is it though? Literally, if I had to rate it out of ten, like I'm giddy. <laughs> I would give it a, like a fifteen out of ten. Like that's how <gasps> it is. So good. It's like it's not just about dance either like she does talk Mm. about you know like it's hard to love yourself in a world that doesn't love you back and yeah i i've always loved say right but my love for her just went like like i'm gonna probably be going on like stalker level now because i love her so much you're literally like bouncing in your chair right i am (laughs) bouncing because she's amazing and the girls are amazing and it's just, it, I just found it so empowering, and um, please, I honestly like beg you, like go and watch it if you haven't already, because it was just like I've never seen anything like it. This is the representation uh, that we need, and it's like. Bigger people living their best life, not being fixed in air quotes, like on like mm. a makeover show or like a biggest loser show. They're just mm. existing, being happy and they're not the butt of the joke. Uh, I'm just, it was just bloody brilliant.
1: Yeah. And do you know what I love as well is I love singing. So obviously it's about dancing, right? Yeah. And so it's about movement, exercise, all of it, yeah. endurance, everything. And, they're, and there are bigger women doing it. Yeah. And you don't see... At. I can't think of one time I've seen a show or even anything where bigger women are doing exercise at this volume. And it's just like, it
2: happens! Yeah. It's amazing. There's yeah. a woman my size, right, doing flip I was about to say flip flops <laughs> <laughs> that tells you everything we need to know about our experience with dancing yeah, obviously flip-flops. I was a gymnast and doing backflips and the splits and it's Shut like up. yeah honestly Amazing. right you have to watch it you have to watch yeah, it.
1: yeah okay I'm gonna oh, so we should have watched this together we should but we'll, we'll allow, I'll allow it um I can't wait I'm gonna I'm watching high school musical <laughs>
2: This week oh. with my
1: sister, oh. it has to be done, people. Okay. Uh, but then I'm all over Lizzo. <laughs>
2: okay. You'll love it. I know you will.
1: I was thinking the other day. Actually, it was like, how did I first come across Lizzo? And I remember someone else famous shared her story. Was like, I can't get over Lizzo's stories this weekend. And it was one weekend a few years ago where she was in Vegas or something on a sta- on a Hindu or a birthday, and it was like the first time I'd ever seen like a woman of her size and my size. In like barely any clothes, all the girls were twerking on the floor. There was naked guys; they were rubbing all over, and I was just like, "This is just amazing!" And now that's just like, "Yeah, cool." It's just Lizzo, <laughs> but yeah, she's my queen.
2: <laughs> So we've spoken a lot about what to wear to events on the podcast, but Simply B has got some gorgeous new pieces in from some amazing brands. So we wanted to chat about those this week.
1: I am loving the stuff that they've got in from this brand called Hope and Ivy. It's, it They're really beautiful dresses, so they're really unique and they're really like boho flowy summer vibes um that i think you can also dress up as well there's loads of beautiful embroidered pieces i haven't really seen anything like this especially for plus size women um and ones with like hand-drawn prints and marvelously they go up to size 28
2: i've actually got one as well from the hope and ivy range um and i am obsessed with it i just need an occasion to wear it as well i'm thinking just trip to tesco's i think
1: (laughs) (laughs) just a trip yeah to get some avocados
2: (laughs) It's called the Claudine and it's also got some really beautiful embroidery on it uh, on the sleeves and on like the skirt and it's like kind of tiered and it's like just beautiful boho vibes like I it is absolutely stunning I love it so much
1: yeah I love the boho style and if you're after that kind of style dress there's another brand that Simply Be Have called Anaya with Love um, and they do some really really
2: lovely like occasion pieces as well so definitely check those out yeah they've got some gorgeous bits there's one dress actually it's off the shoulder it's like kind of Spanishy vibes again a bit of you Lauren.
1: I think do you know what I could uh, I could make a holiday happen with this dress <laughs> I could wear that on holiday that is it's very flamenco like I really need to go dancing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> definitely
1: <laughs> that's perfect
2: or if you want to get a bit more glammed up there's actually Maya Curve we're really big fans of them oh Maya. I love
1: their dresses yeah
2: they do awesome bridesmaid dresses um, and just like party dresses in general like they're really sparkly and feminine and just fabulous just fabulous so
1: lovely listeners if you'd like to treat yourself to a gorgeous new dress from the Simply Be website you can use our code POD20 that's P-O-D and the number's 2-0 and you can get 20% off <laughs> Right, Laura, today's guest is the creator and queen uh, of something called Intuitive Movement, which is basically intuitive eating, but for exercise. Um, so it's all about listening to what your body wants, as opposed to what your body should be doing, according to diet culture.
2: Yeah, and this is something that we're both really interested in, because, well, let's be honest, we haven't got the best relationship with exercise, have we? No, uh, way. So, <laughs> so a big warm welcome to today's guest, author, content creator, and fitness instructor, Tally Rye. How are you doing today, Tally?
0: I'm doing great thank you so much I'm really excited I want to hear more about your you both not enjoying exercise I want to know what your thoughts are
2: <laughs> we will come on to that
1: <laughs> we will tell you all um and the first thing we want to do so like our mantra is very much the way you look is the least interesting thing about you ditto right and we ask all of our guests um and every answer so far has been really different. And I love, love this question in general. People use it for your parties out there. It's just like a really nice get to know someone. Um, so Tally, what is the most interesting thing about you?
0: Straight off the bat, I'm thinking, what is the, do you know what it is? There's so many interesting things. <laughs> I don't know what to choose. <laughs> um, Fun fact is, Uh, When I was a baby, I was born premature. So I was born at 25 weeks. This was always my fun fact. Whenever the other fun fact I suppose is, and this gives context to the previous fun fact i this is related i also went to drama school and i trained to do musical theater. you're so
1: welcome here yeah
0: i know you both love musicals and i'm so excited we do. this is like you know when all your passions collide in one thing you know we've this got so you. many things
2: can you be our new best friend please
0: i'm i'm game so i did musical theater and my fun fact my calling card was always that i was a premature baby and um I went on to be a singer and I work in fitness and it's kind of like kind of wild that that's the path I've gone down you know. That's awesome well we're very glad you're here and you're you're, you're changing lives
1: one at a time on Instagram and obviously with oh. all your with your writing and your content creating and stuff and genuinely um, I think I said in an episode a while ago something like oh I learned last year that exercise doesn't just have to be for weight loss and fitness and it was when we were doing the research for this episode that i realized it that was you that was you who told me that and that was the first person i'd ever heard or since say something like hey mm. ex like we're you know we're all in the vibe of exercise is good for your mental health yes we know that but like not so much as like doing exercise class and going to the gym just because you want to rather than
0: it not have to be for like for for weight loss so girl you've changed my life already <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy to hear that because I do think you know that is such a common misconception even within the exercise mental health conversation I think there's still so much of us that hold on to the hope that if I'm exercising for my mental health then I'm gonna lose weight and I think that is a really natural instinct because, you know, we tie so much of our success in fitness to does our body visibly change? And I think that really sadly holds so many people back from just engaging in exercise full stop because they feel like, well, if I'm not going to get a drastic transformation, if I'm not going to suddenly, you know, drop a dress size or visibly look different in the mirror, then why am I putting myself through all of this? What is the point? Why would I be doing willingly doing burpees and, you know, high intensity workouts and basically kicking my own ass if it wasn't to completely change the way I look and if that's not happening I ain't doing it and I completely appreciate why you'd feel like that and so yeah I'm all about helping people shift the mindset because when you get stuck in that mindset you get really in an all or nothing place and so we want to help people actually think of exercise and the greater impacts it has on your you know, your mind and body that have nothing to do with what you look like or how much you weigh. Because I think when we get bogged down in those things, we forget and we lose sight of all the other amazing benefits, which, you know, you said you'd um, seen my TED talk and I kind of mentioned some in there, you know, they don't, we don't talk about them enough. They're just not as glamorous and sexy and marketable as like, look good in a bikini, Um, you know, they just they just get missed, and so we don't realize how integral movement is to our you know physical and emotional well um so that's my mission in life is to help kind of raise awareness of that. What a mission to have
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like definitely someone who has like never enjoyed exercise and like always seen it as like a punishment and um or like for weight loss uh I remember like one of my earliest memories is being like doing PE when I was uh, at school, uh, being made to like run around the field and obviously being the like the last one, like by a country mile and like shouting at the top of my lungs, the number for Childline, Like 800, double one, (laughs) double one. (laughs) uh, I hated exercise. Like it's so weird. Like my brother's really, really fit. He loves like rowing and running and he's really active. And my dad was like a boxer and like he was mentally into his fitness. But like me personally, like I just, don't, I just don't like it. So I want to ask you like, what is intuitive movement? And is it for people like me and Lauren?
0: Yes, intuitive movement is basically a framework. And you mentioned intuitive eating. So I should, I really want to make sure people know that it's, it's a kind of um relative of intuitive eating and you know i was inspired by the framework of intuitive eating which helped me with my relationship with food and looking at the principles with within intuitive eating there are 10 principles they're created by two dietitians evelyn tribley and elise rash and intuitive movement, the principles that I have kind of put together, and you, if you look at intuitive eating you'll see that they're really run in parallel with each other, is that it really just helps reflect on your relationship with exercise, why you feel the way you do about movement, why you might find it a struggle to find motivation, to like moving your body, to even consider it to be an enjoyable thing to do. Um, And then figure out how diet culture has kind of disrupted the trust and connection you have with your body. And if you know intuitive eating, a lot of that can be done around feeling hunger and fullness and understanding satisfaction and all that kind of stuff. With an intuitive movement, that's really all about figuring out what you like doing. What do you, how do you like to move your body? When in the day, for how long, how much? Um, and really understanding what what physical stuff starts to feel like in your body. So how does it feel like for your body to feel in its comfort zone physically? How does that, how does it feel to feel completely out of your comfort zone? How does it feel to feel exhausted or energized? And really starting to understand and rebuild that trust with your body so that movement isn't about working against your body. And I think this is what diet culture has done and, you know, the kind of Normal way of working in the fitness industry is kind of trying to make your body like push it into submission, you know, trying to get it to fit a mold and to look a certain way and to battle against it because your body's the problem and this is the way you can fix it and so intuitive movement is saying your body's never been the problem but the mindset and our approach has been you know and that mindset and approach has largely come from diet culture so we want to shift that to really focus on how can I work with my body how is that different how you know how does that differ and how can I listen and understand what feels good what movement feels good for me and work with it so that we're on the same team again because you know we've been so pitted against each other for such a long time and that's a whole process and um, I'm sure we'll get into other aspects of intuitive movement today but that's a a reasonable overview.
1: And it's such a such a light bulb moment for me because uh, you know in this like diet culture world and I've definitely got you know an issue with overeating and stuff like that um, and I sort of attribute everything to eating but I would never thought about movement in the same way as as eating and it's it's not me just being lazy that all these things it's actually there's a reason why and it's just tied up in this diet
2: culture bullshit <laughs> yeah it's like the other thing is what you are saying about kind of alluded to was about you know moving your body because you want to love and care for it rather than because for what it, it looks like mm. and again that is such a like Lauren said it's such a diet culture shift thing because we have just been ingrained that like and I think you've said this as well in your TED talk which I love by the way everyone you must go and listen to Tally's TED talk she's an absolute boss you talk about you know fitness is a feeling not an aesthetic not a look and I think we are so ingrained like the fitness industry excludes people like like us and is very much focused on this kind of um very slim like that's all we've seen and that's growing up that's all we've seen and that's what we've been told is is beautiful and that's the goal so it's trying to kind of like learn that that there are different body types and that you know all bodies are good bodies
0: all bodies are good bodies and fit bodies especially come in all shapes and sizes and that's something I really encourage within intuitive movement one of the principles kind of reflects the talking about body image and how that is so tied to our relationship with movement and I think a lot of it is that we think fit fit people look a certain way and therefore to be an active Fit person to engage in physical activity. You also have to look a certain way before you're even allowed through the door, and I think that holds people back. And I just know from, you know, working as a personal trainer, kind of early on the gym floor, and saying to people, you know, it's part of your job is to like pitch yourself. And you know, when people, when personal trainers come up and like offer a bit of advice in general when you're on the in the gym, just hot tip, they are completely after your business. Um, (laughs) So just be mindful of that. But You know, a lot of people say like, oh, I'm not fit enough to work with you yet. I have to be fit until I can work with a personal trainer, which as personal trainers, I know there's a kind of general consensus that we all think that that's absolutely not true. You, the whole point of working with a fitness professional is to help you build up your strength and fitness and, you know, completely build that up from scratch if that's where you're at. There's absolutely, there should be no judgment there. I can't speak for all fitness professionals because I know that there's certainly been some tricky difficult um, experiences for people and I don't want to minimize that but a fitness environment should be welcoming for from people of all fitness levels abilities and shapes and sizes are we quite there yet maybe we're not especially I think like you say I think um within the fitness space there's certainly an aesthetic of what a personal trainer looks like of what a fitness instructor looks like and you know challenging that is difficult but we do know that there are amazing people out there like i say um who are showing that fitness does come in all shapes and sizes and i can think of you know people i found through instagram who are beautiful representations of that meg boggs has a book fitness for everybody i'm sure you Mm. know her and i recommend everyone following Mm. her canoa green i don't know if you follow her but she is one of Um, is a personal trainer, a fitness instructor. She teaches like every kind of class going and she also does um, plus size surfing retreats. Oh wow! And she is one of the most warm, lovely people as well. So I can't recommend following her enough. So there's so many people like that. I can think of like Amanda LeCount. She's like, she's probably like 20 now, but she's an incredible dancer. She's danced with like Lizzo and Katy Perry and everything. And all of these people come in all different shapes and sizes, right? And they're all doing it they're all out there moving their bodies and you know especially I think of the example of Kanoa who is kind of completely um challenging the stereotypes of what like a surfer girl might look like or be um as a plus-size black woman she's there like just loving life being you know getting involved in all these activities that there isn't much representation there if any and so I think if you seek it out, you can really find, see these people challenging these kind of stereotypes of what fitness looks like. We need more of it. We need more of it in the mainstream. We need it in marketing. We need it in gym campaigns. We need it reflected in staff hired. But it, I feel like it's progress. And there are people out there who are doing awesome stuff. Love that.
2: This episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy if you want to try better help you can get 10% off your first month with our code go love
1: it's so hard to avoid getting stressed in today's world and sometimes it can be really hard to realize how stressed we are because we're just so used to living that way
2: yeah and like people don't always realize that even like physical symptoms can be signs of stress like headache sleeping too much or too little guilty of that Um, or even like how much you're eating
1: yeah 100% i know when i'm really stressed when i have exactly all of those symptoms i become i sleep too much i relax i i lay down in my bed too much i overeat all of it and those are signs that my body is in real stress and sometimes i can have like even more
2: physical symptoms like getting really ill as well it's just great <laughs> oh that's really tough that's really really hard isn't it it's, it's very common i think though like yeah 100
1: like... so many people feel it and don't know they're feeling it and you know, in the, in a world that's always telling you to push through the pain and grind all the time, uh, we want to remind you that you need to take care of yourself and doing less is often what you actually need. Uh, and therapy can be a really good way to help you work through the stress. It can,
2: yeah. And it can be really hard to take that step and put yourself first, which is why we're working with BetterHelp, isn't it? Uh, yes.
1: Yeah, so, and all about BetterHelp, you don't know who they are. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And I know that's something that can make people feel nervous but you can use BetterHelp in the comfort of your own home it can be more affordable and accessible than in-person therapy so definitely a good place to start if you're considering therapy
2: if you fancy giving it a try and joining the two million people who have already used BetterHelp, you can get 10 percent off your first month by going to betterhelp.com forward slash go love that's b-e-t-t-e-r-h-e-l-p.com slash go love i want to enjoy movement and i want to enjoy exercise how do I start how do I get started how do I overcome that
0: I think firstly it's important to reflect on what your kind of exercise history has been the good the bad the ugly you know what has it what's been your experiences what were the first messaging you heard around movement as a child you know who told you that when did you first hear and associate exercise with dieting and restriction and when did it become punishment because I think early as children movement is so about play and even through Mm. school it should be about play and somewhere along the way, it got turned into this adult chore that we do because we hate ourselves and we want to fit into oh the clothes. Oh my god, this is so true. So true.
1: I just want to go and play. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. <That's laughs> what <I wanna> do. <laughs> okay. So we're going to take that idea of wanting to yes. go play and figure out how can you as an adult go play. So I got my book Train Happily and then the Train Happy journal. And within the journal, it's it's like a journaling challenge to help people get started with intuitive movement. And the idea being that there's all these different, you know, journal days and tasks to help you reflect on different aspects. And I get uh, people to do this within the journal. So you write down, all the possible ways you can think of moving your body from like pole dancing to ice skating to rock climbing to trampolining to dance class to um I don't know strongman you can do whatever you want right <laughs> and then you make a list of 10 things that you're curious about to try You don't have to like them. You don't even have to know that you're good at them. You you don't have to ever have done it ever before. But you're just like, oh, I'm kind of curious what like aerial yoga would be like, or I'm kind of curious what um, it would be like to um, go on like mountain biking. And you just slowly try these things and figure out which one sticks. It's one of those things where you kind of have to throw as, as much stuff against the wall as possible and see what works for you and what you like doing. And if you have a history and when you've gone through perhaps previous exercise attempts that may have involved the gym or may have involved a certain class or running or a very specific activity, I would suggest not doing that. I would suggest completely just trying something new, trying something different and looking at what you enjoy. So that's the idea that all movement counts and that's something I really try to drive home to people that like cleaning your house and doing your laundry and dancing around with your friends in a bar and doing all of that is movement, right? Taking your bins out, walking the dog, all of that is moving your body. So, that is a really important place to start, especially if you've had a really difficult relationship with movement. Don't try and push it too much too soon. Whatever activity you choose to do, whatever thing you're kind of curious about, do what feels within your kind of physical comfort zone. And I say that in terms of what feels relatively easy for your body to do. So don't suddenly go go like, right, I'm going to go and move. And I've never, I've never ran 5K before, but I'm going to go and run 5K. (laughs) You know, if you've never done it before, the likelihood is you're going to have to build up to that. So can you say like, oh, I'm not going to go and do that, but comfortably, I know I could, you know, do a bit of a run walk for maybe a mile. And within that run walk, I can give myself, and this is another key part of intuitive movement, unconditional permission to rest. And that means that no matter what, within that, within your set thing you want to go do, you can rest at any point. You can turn around and go home if you don't want to do it. You can also, if you need to, if you're doing your run and it's like 10 seconds and you're like, oh no, I need to walk again. You can walk again. You can take your time. You can do it as slowly as you want. You can do it as quickly as you want, but it's on your terms. You get to decide. And I think, Within all of those things, so I'm giving you quite a lot of things to think about here, I'm in mean it, I'm on it, I'm loving it. I'm making <laughs> notes. I hope it's not too overwhelming, but essentially figure out what you're curious about trying. When you're trying it, work within your comfort zone initially so that you can get comfortable there and confident there and build up your your strength but build up your confidence I think is one of the key elements and then when you're ready you can start pushing the boundaries of what getting outside your comfort zone feels like physically and also give yourself unconditional permission to rest so that you know that no matter what you're allowed to rest and I talk about this pendulum of intuitive movement um, and it's there's a nice diagram of it in the train happy journal and I always say so imagine a pendulum on your left you've got the diet culture relationship with exercise. It's all or nothing, it could be rigid, it can be painful, punishment, it's a chore, um, it's tied to restriction, all of that. It's weight, it's calorie, it's and burning food, it's all of that. To reset that, naturally, you, the pendulum has to swing all the other way And to what I call... And we can swear on this podcast, can't we?
2: Oh, go for it. We love a swear. I
0: call it the fuck it phase. So in that (laughs) phase, you... (laughs) Chances are you're probably... You're going to want to rest and rebel against all of the diet culture rules that you've had, all of that, you kind of wanna rebel really hard against it. And so likelihood is you're probably not gonna move much. And that rest is probably a really key part of that kind of mindset shift. And I think a lot of people think they're gonna stay there forever and they're never gonna move their bodies again. If I move intuitively, I'm just gonna sit on my sofa for the rest of my life. The only marathons I want to do are on Netflix like I don't want to move my body. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah that's it's me. (laughs) I want to reassure you and I want to reassure people listening you don't have to stay there forever. That is a stop off to what we hope can be a really intuitive relationship with movement. We just need to have some time for reflection and making that mindset shift, and it really is a mindset shift more than anything, this work. Yeah, Um yeah. Before you're able to get to a point where it feels like great, you know, you feel like on a good space with movement. Um, and that can, that process can take weeks, months, years. You know, it really depends on your history. And so if you feel like you're in that point at the moment, that's totally fine. What things like, especially unconditional permission to rest and, you know, can really help you do is when you do start to explore movement again, you have this kind of metaphorical safety net that movement's on your own terms, and you're not, you don't get stuck in that all or nothing cycle again. That mm. if you want to rest, you can rest. If you need to take a break, you can take a break. If you need to take an extra rest day, say you plan to do something on Thursday and you had a terrible night's sleep, or you know you've had an emotional roller, roller coaster of a Wednesday or whatever it is, and you need a day, you take a day. This isn't about a 12 week program, you know, uh, however long. This is setting you up for life so that movement is part of your life. That's,
2: that's amazing. So,
0: such a healthy attitude to is, isn't it? Yeah, because I think so much of fitness is and you know, so much of fitness gets boiled down to before and after photos. I think of yes. the oh, biggest yes. names in oh. the fitness yeah. industry mm. and they market so much through before and after photos so no matter what they say about mental health or you know how great blah 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 at the end of the day it gets boiled down to do you look different Mm -hmm. and a lot of that is done within you know I don't know 90 days three months 12 weeks you know eight weeks what happens beyond that What happens in two years, in five years, in 10 years? Life changes, you're not gonna be able to constantly be on that treadmill, that metaphorical physical treadmill, (laughs) you know? Always, like, stuff happens. Moving your body is not always gonna be the absolute top priority, and that's also okay. But within unconditional permission to rest, you go, well, I plan to try and move my body, you know, for the long term, for life. don't have to get it perfect right now. You know, if something happens in my life and I can't move or I injure myself, I get sick. I mean, how many people have been struggling with COVID and having to take rest, long COVID, all of that stuff. I think there's a lot of panic where people go like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna lose my progress. And sadly, a lot of that progress is tied to weight and all that stuff. So there's that tied up in it. But there's also this idea that like, oh no, if I miss a week or if I do that, I'll never do it again but if we say like it's movement is always going to be there i can use it in my life when it's appropriate when it's right for me when i can get in a groove with it some sometimes it's going to be easier to get in that groove than others but i'm not going to panic when you know so, you know a month happens or something cuz i can come back to it when i'm ready we tie it up so much in our perfectionist mind of like, oh, it's got to be great and it's got to be perfect and I've got to look like this. i yeah. per- got go to a walk Instagram. every
2: single day on my lunch hour. I need to go for a walk. Yeah, And if you don't do it, then you feel like you failed. And then it's like, oh, I haven't done it for two days so and' a row. The point? Oh, I'm a terrible human being. Yeah. I give up. That, yeah,
1: that There's that. And there'll be so many people listening who have signed up for these 12-week plans mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's fitness and food in it. And it's just, you know, and who have not completed it. And I'm not, I'm purposely not saying failed. They have not completed it it and then they feel like a failure like and it's all because that person unfortunately is selling
0: you things Mm. and
1: it's with a with a pressure on the physical not the mental
0: I'd say yeah and I want to add to that to reassure people as well like how many before and after photos are out there right that is a probably a small percentage of the people Mm, that actually participated in that program yes even with those success stories I would question You know, where are those people at in the following eight weeks? Where are they at in the next year, in the next two years? Mm. So much of what we think about as dieting restriction, all that stuff is so tied up in, I think, in unsustainable practices. And that's, you know, a massive reason as to why, diets fail long term
2: so it's about finding what's right for you isn't it and also like you like you said about the exercise that's right for you so like I love swimming I don't know if it's just because I feel like weightless in the water um but I've always loved it I'm such a a, such a fish I absolutely love the water there's a lake near me like I should totally just go and swim and like feel free and do that more like when I want to rather than thinking right well I have to do that two to three times a week otherwise I'm a terrible human being
0: your body is going to feel the benefit of you doing it full stop, your mind will not feel the benefit of you berating on yourself and saying like, I'm not good enough, mm. I'm a terrible person for not keeping this up. Slowly start to build it up and then the more comfortable and confident you get with it, then you might, f- and the more you feel in control of your relationship with exercise and you feel much better about it, then you might wanna start adding in a goal or a certain amount of things. And you know, on a personal level, that's only something I've been able to do in prob- like this year you know it's been actually like quite a few years of me kind of just figuring out what I enjoy doing I'm you know part of my job has been to maintain a certain level of fitness I've taught spin classes for years so I get paid to do it which is like a completely different thing so I've got to recognize that not everyone has that but now I'm in a a point where I'm like oh this is all on my own terms what do I like what do I want to do and I'm finally ready to add a bit of structure in and I think the common misconception with intuitive movement is like oh you never have fitness goals and you you can never have you know a a plan or a schedule or anything like that and that's not true you can get there eventually but that's like a cherry on top of the cake and if we go back to that visual of the pendulum Mm. that's if you're in that hard you know if you've been in that diet culture on the left and you're hard right in that fuck it phase that gentle guidance we call it the principle of gentle guidance that cherry is not going to come right on the end till you're in the middle and then you might not even want to do that you might not want to set goals you might just want to move and be and do and that's fine but it's not to say it can't be part of it you know
2: So we want to take a quick break from today's amazing episode to tell you all about HelloFresh.
1: If you haven't heard of HelloFresh, they are the UK's number one recipe box kit and it makes cooking fresh, delicious food so much more convenient because they send you exactly what you need and there are instructions and
2: everything. I love HelloFresh. Like I would be lost without it like we've been getting it for like the last I'd probably say about four or five years I remember getting it oh, when blimey. we were flat actually so yeah and I think we started off with just like a friend gave us a discount code and then we were like oh my god what a game changer um because I don't know about you but like it's for me often it's the thinking about what to cook is the hardest part yeah so um, I like, what you to have for tea every night I know, and I that's like... what
1: I just feel like all adult life is is just what we have <laughs> for dinner
2: what we have for dinner until we die yes uh,
1: yes literally it's so much easier and who has like all these like boxes of spices and things like that and what I love is that they send you like the um, li- the amount that you need yes, of these all things so, you down. Don't ha-
2: so there's no waste no waste and the quality of the stuff is fantastic some of the best meals I've had have been Hello Fresh meals like the quality is honestly superb um, and I'm a Bill food snob as you know so Cheers, for me to say that gents. it's good it's really really good
1: it is good stuff it's really good so if you would like to try out HelloFresh you can use our code Yourself for 50% off your first box and 35% off your next three boxes uh, that is code Yourself, all one word for 50% off your first box <laughs> right at the beginning when you talked about right, write a list of like things that you want to do mm. my friend did Ariel Hoop like a thousand years ago and that's always really intrigued me I love like dancing and stuff I know there's some stuff on um, YouTube that people did during the lockdown of like dancing to musical theatre songs and stuff and yes. that's what I want to do I, and I know there's a dance class
2: <laughs> I could do hell that hell yes
1: right <laughs> I mean, this is it and then, I know there's a dance class not too far from me and it's kind of like a bit more sexy dancing mm. I'd want to try that or like you Know, yeah, so that would probably be on my list, or about you.
2: Yeah, I'm thinking that you have me at musical theatre dancing, babes. I'm not gonna lie, to be honest with you. (laughs) Yeah, like even things like you said, like I didn't, I didn't probably count that as movement. So, like, if I'm in my kitchen, kind of cleaning my kitchen, listening to the waitress soundtrack, yeah, having a boogie, and I'm like, I don't really class that as kind of like movement. And like, I have seen exercise for the longest time as like sorry Tally, but the thought of a spin class just like not for, for me right now like it's not a bit of me
0: <laughs> I don't blame you for, I've, why would you think any different I think a lot of it comes down to the experience and how you can engage with it and so within my class I'll say to people like you do you if you need to take a moment have a drink a breather rest you do you if you know mm. I'm going to talk about gears I'm going to outline what we're doing in the class but I'm not offended if you need to listen to your body You listen to your body, that's the whole point. And I think if more instructors were able to do that, we'd feel less like, anti going to like a spin class for example because for me yeah. like barry's boot camp is my idea of hell yeah that that's
2: what puts a lot of people off though isn't it, it? And that, is that something we wanted to talk to you about today actually as well is that kind of like because you obviously pride yourself on being a weight inclusive pt uh thank you by the way for, for that <laughs> we love that so much um but at the moment i'm not saying that you're few and far between but the the kind of picture like lauren said earlier the picture of a pt for me personally is typically like male like ripped bit of a lad focused on like might burn the cow burn the fat you you need to burn off that muffin like fuck off dickhead (laughs) and and that you know that puts me off and like joining a gym or even going to a class now like I would feel horrified and I would feel like really out of place because I feel like people would be looking at me like the like oh she's the biggest one here and she's really really like out you know not fit when I was um I actually did lose quite a bit of weight and I got into exercise the first time in my life um about I don't know five six years ago and I joined the gym and I was like doing these um is it like boxer size classes yeah and I was like the biggest one in the room and I'm not saying like the fittest but I was bloody giving it some like really going for it give (laughs) it some welly and I loved it I feel so out of touch now and I feel like I had a PT recently, like, as in, like, six months ago, because I was like, right, I really want to have a baby. Like, I'm going to start again. Like, I need to... I was told I need to lose a lot of weight, basically, to have, like, IVF and stuff. So I hired this PT, and, like, she was really nice. Like, we got on really, really well. Like, but she was a bit... She was a bit of that, like, Davina, like, McCall mindset of, like, you know, being fat is hard, exercising is hard, choose your hard, like, she loved all that shit. And then we did, like, kind of six, seven weeks or so, and then she was like, right, I really do need to start weighing you. And I was like, right, she was like, I don't need to tell you what the weight is, but I need to track your progress. And I was just like... Immediately, the kind of like um old mindset of like the slimming world of like, before she weighs me, I'm going to eat loads. So I'm at my heaviest. I'm going to like wear heavy clothes. And then for that whole week, I pretty much starved myself and I lost 11 pounds in a week. And she was obviously ecstatic with me and was like so, so happy. And then I found the next week I couldn't maintain it, obviously. So then I was like, it's that diet binge cycle. And I fell right back into that trap of like, I can't maintain it. And then that relationship with her, because she was really disappointed it just like collapsed so like that for me like i i should have really known earlier when she was like i need to weigh you but mm. like that again for people like me and that like it, that wasn't a good relationship yeah. so it's hard
0: no we ugh, the fact that you either get commiserated or celebrated or commiserated like is so fucked up on so many levels <laughs> like why are oh, it, it, it pains Me, it pains me. Unfortunately, some gyms and some spaces are not inclusive,
2: are they? But, like, is that changing? Like, do you feel like how do we find safe spaces basically to exercise and find good people like yourself? You
0: know what? You're right. It's not the norm and it's not the mainstream necessarily right now. I think there are, and I think thanks to things like Instagram, I've been able to connect with a lot of people globally who are on the same page and wanting to create inclusive welcoming environments within their classes um it depends what you're looking for if you're looking for stuff online i can recommend some great people if you're in the uk i really recommend becky scott she runs something called misfits workout and she is a plus size fitness instructor who does like dance classes so you'll you'll do oh, um, her. love her stuff already online. she's amazing <laughs> yeah she's amazing um and she's you know, generally people in her classes, like you say, feel like this is a safe space because, you know, I see myself in her and she Mm. gets me. And, you know, even I would say with myself, like, you know, I really do my best to be aware of making things inclusive, but I know I don't necessarily have the lived experience of being a plus size. So I'm not gonna, you know, I think she brings something to the industry that is so needed we need more people like becky like she's fab but you're right it isn't like in your local leisure center are you necessarily going to find someone who's completely on the page I don't know I know that I think fitness professionals against weight stigma are looking to put together a directory of instructors and trainers who are aligned with this and have an understanding of this so you know you can find someone in your area so I know that that's this is a but it's a work in progress it is and I don't want to say that it isn't I know that there's really cool apps so Lucy Mountain has the knowledge app which um, specifically is an anti-diet app it's it's more for gym training and weightlifting, and body weight stuff you so you can do it at home at the gym but if you wanted to specifically focus on resistance training so like dumbbells and barbells and all that kind of stuff um, I'm actually hopefully working on a bit of a course and qualification for people, for specifically for trainers and intuitive movements. So I'm kind oh, of working fantastic, on that. Tally. But the physical feeling you can get, a feeling stronger, a feeling your fitness improving, it's actually nothing to do with what you look like. That, and we've been completely missold that. Move, you know, improving your fitness is improving your fitness. Do you feel like it's a little bit easier to walk up the stairs now? Do you feel a little bit stronger when you carry a shopping in from the car, you know? Do you notice those things? Celebrate that, build on that, like focus on that because everything else doesn't matter.
2: I love you, Tally. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, like, thank you so much. Like uh, that is just so enlightening and I I wish there were more people like you (laughs) in the world and more trainers like you please and thank you and I'm going to try and have that mindset now as well of like moving for me and making this long term rather than a like right I've got a dress to get into or I'm going to do this for two weeks like this is a mindset, like you say, and like moving because I want to and because it feels good. And I'm gonna go bloody swimming. I'm gonna go in that Yay! lake over there. I'm gonna go swimming. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna stand it. on
1: the side with pom poms, be like, "Yeah, I'm <laughs> do it!" Because I know you love doing it, and I want you to like, and not for anything other than you just want to do that. Yeah, and that's really nice. This is transformative because so many people will be exactly the same as us and have this awful, torturous relationship with exercise. And, you know, you open up your TED Talk with like, you know, what if exercise had nothing to do with weight loss and your appearance? What would you do? How would you do it? Would you still do it? Would you still do it or would you do things differently? Such a
2: big question. Yeah,
1: I know that a hit thing is probably going to be the thing that maybe burns the most calories couldn't give a fuck hon I'd really like to go and do a (laughs) twerk class not kidding who's coming with me to do a twerk class right that's what I want to do instead I want to do one so uh yeah thank you this has been so 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 good genuinely yeah um so helpful for
0: Definitely me and I'm assuming you as well,
2: Laura. Oh, absolutely. Tally, thank you so so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: My pleasure, and I just want to remind everyone, like, what would your six-year-old self love doing? Do that. <gasps> Playing! We're all gonna go out we and play? Play laughing. <laughs> For
1: today's on the plus side, I wanted to read out this message that we got in on Instagram. If you don't already follow us, it's at goloveyourselfpod to follow us immediately. <laughs> um, and I thought it was a really nice message to share after the chat that we had with Tally. So a lovely listener said, I've just had a conversation with my youngest, who's 18. We were making a lovely breakfast off pancakes with berries. Oh,
2: love pancakes.
1: Love pancakes. <laughs> we're coming round. When are we coming round for pancakes? And I said, I'll have to go out for a bike ride afterwards to earn this. And they said, mum, you don't have to earn it. Food has no morality. You're allowed to enjoy food. What would you say to me if I said that? If you had to earn it, then that implies I have to too, which I don't, so you don't either. Wise words from someone so young. I mean, why are they listening to our podcast? (laughs)
2: That's incredible! Isn't How it? amazing! That really gives me hope for like the younger generation, yes. but also like obviously she's an amazing mum for teaching that we all make mistakes. This is the thing about like things that like morality of food is so ingrained in us. Like yeah, I've been good today. I can have I can have dessert. Or like oh no, I'm trying to be good. Or like oh I've been really bad yeah. this week. Um, so yeah, kudos to the mum for teaching the kid that. And um, know, oh that I gives me so much to hope. The kid, yes. where is the
1: kid learning this from? That's a that gives me hope as well that you know, our our generation is trying to unlearn it, but maybe the generation underneath doesn't even need to unlearn it because they're never going to learn it in the first place. I hope like, so. do you know, how amazing is that? And just, I love that, like the kid, he was even like, mum, if you've got to, that means I got to and I don't want to. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. The kid was like, I don't. And so you don't either. Like, yeah. oh, just love, love that. it.
1: And yeah, the mum was just like, yeah, wise words from their kids. So well done on raising that kid <laughs> yeah
2: there's a lesson to us all though isn't it? as well and it's always about ways you know you say things like yeah. i think it's so great that they were able to kind of speak up and say to their mum, like actually mum, think about what you've no. just said yeah and um, so yeah that's awesome i hope that like for my nieces and like you know like that generation and stuff like you say i just really hope they didn't have to kind of grow up with that you know, what we did really and what our parents did um, yeah it's awesome love it
1: <laughs> so thank you so much for listening to today's episode we really hope you enjoy it it's probably one of my favourites we've done so far I've learned so much so we will see you next week love you bye
2: that was Go Love Yourself brought to you by Simply Be
1: Crowd Network a place where you belong